Ready to feel confident about your body? In love with fitness and health? And empowered to hit the gym? Do you need a level up? And do you need to surround yourself with a group of women with the same very goal? Imagine the life you could build if you had someone in your corner helping you in and out of the gym. Sis, you can have this. I am looking for some women to join the Growth Collective, a group program where you receive a personalized fitness program, weekly nutritional e-guides, monthly private and group calls, and access to the most expansive and empowering group chat. Applications are open right now. You can book in your one-on-one call with me for free via the link in the description. Let's talk about you, your fitness, your goals, and where you can go from here. I cannot wait to chat to you, sis. Enjoy the episode. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl Podcast. It is your hostess with the fucking mostest, Angel Wallace Miles. And guys, I am about to introduce you to one of probably my most favorite episodes of all time. And it really came from a listener question. But equally, when I announced that I was doing this episode topic, so many of you were so fucking pumped to hear this topic for there to be conversation around this topic I just I'm I feel so privileged to be chatting about this and creating awareness about this topic now today I'm going to be joined by Isaac Merriman he is a community coach up in Ipswich on the um, in Queensland in Australia he is an in-person and online fitness trainer but he's also a school teacher He's a fucking school teacher, guys, and he specializes in special needs. And what I really want to just make very much aware to you girls, also guys, whoever's fucking listening or in between, whatever you identify as, is that we are going to be referring to conditions such as neurodivergence, ASD, ADHD, whatever the bracket is. 
we are going to be referring to it as special needs in this context, but I'm not too sure what you would refer it to as. People also refer it to additional needs, um, mentally challenged, whatever fucking term you want to put to it. Isaac and I really tried to be very careful in the language that we spoke and the terms in which we identified those with this condition in in the light of. And I just wanted to say that if you have an issue with that or if you do not like the way that we have referred to these conditions, please let me know. Please message me. I never want to do anything to discriminate or to mislabel anyone so if you have a concern around the the language we use please dm me i'm always open to criticism i'm always open to feedback i'm always open to trying to make this space as welcoming inclusive understanding as possible so if you ever have an issue or a concern with the language that we are using please please just let me know i'd rather there be full transparency than people feel hurt or frustrated with what we're saying because that is not what we're doing. This episode is really trying to bring education and bring light to the experiences of every single individual in the gym. And if we can play a part in that, if we're not neurodivergent, if we can play a part in that, or equally, if you are listening to this and you are neurodivergent and you can learn more about how to better your own experience in the gym, then that is just fucking amazing. And that feels as if I'm fulfilling my mission of helping every single woman take up space in the gym. Oh, good. Now I feel like we're at a good clean slate. I am so excited for you to jump into this episode. Before you do, if you like this episode, please, I'm actually begging you right now, share it with somebody who needs it because I feel like this topic is not spoken about enough. This experience is not spoken about enough. And I feel like more than any other episode, please share this one because we need all ears and eyes and everything on this topic. Also, if you like Isaac, please go follow him. He's an amazing human being and I really appreciate his time. And other than that, I love you. Please go do something for yourself. You fucking deserve it. And I will catch you in the next episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl Podcast. It is your hostess with the fucking mostess, Angel Wallace-Miles. What is doing? Hi, how are you? Oh my goodness, guys. I am joined on Zoom by one of the most incredible human beings I've probably met in a really long time. And I don't even say that because he's sitting in front of me. But you know when you meet someone and you're like, where have you been this whole time? It's Isaac. Hello, how are you? I'm good, Angel. How are you? I'm so good. And honestly, I feel I'm not a spiritual person, but when we met over not this most recent weekend, but the weekend before, I was like, where have you been? Oh my gosh, I need to get you on a podcast episode literally yesterday. Mm-hmm. Did you feel the same? Were you like, oh my gosh? 100%, 100%. Fate. Yes, fate. That is it. Because, okay, let me give you some context. I received a DM from a listener a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago and I'll read it to you and everyone listening. Hi, I'll read it to y'all. I've been, this is the, this is the quote. She said, I've been thinking an interesting episode might be how to deal with the gym when you're neurodivergent. For most people, they feel comfortable in the gym just by repetition and sticking to it. But if you're neurodivergent, there's always loud music and lots of people around you. You can never truly feel confident and welcome. It may require a guest speaker, but yeah, what tips there are to deal with that? 
that was what she DM'd me. And I said to her, oh my gosh, I've never thought to do an episode about that. That's my naivety coming in straight away. And of course, mm. of course I'm gonna do a fucking episode about it. I put it on my Instagram, the amount of DMs I received going, Angel, of course I need this episode. This is something I deal with. This is something a friend deals with. I mm -hmm. cannot believe I've never thought to get an episode on this. Immediately coming to that DM, do you just kind of go, yeah, it's something that needs to be spoken about more? Absolutely. I think, you know, I've always believed that special education and inclusion has been broken in the school system. Mm. Cutting into the health and fitness world, I think that uh, there's not enough catering to people with neurodivergence and all those sorts of different spectral disorders. Um, and a lot of work needs to be done. Mm, I, yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. And I guess people listening will be like, well, who the fuck's Isaac? Who, who, who is he? What does he know? Why has Angel summoned him to talk about this specific topic? And look, I'll give my intro, but then you can kind of fill in the gaps. You're a community fitness mm -hmm. trainer at a SNAP in the Brisbane area. And mm -hmm. what, what specific SNAP fitness are you at? West Ipswich. Okay, cool. So over at West Ipswich, and you're not just a PT, you're also a school teacher who specializes in special education and special mm. needs. Correct. Yeah, that's like the two worlds colliding is so major. And do you, what has your experience been like as you've transitioned into personal training and kind of combining the two worlds for you? I think it's been quite a smooth transition, um, being mostly prep, prep to grade six as a school teacher, um, coming into the fitness space, being in the gym for so long as, as well, alongside teaching, taking on the role of a personal trainer and supporting people in the gym, um, specifically people with working with NDIS and people with additional needs. Um, it's been quite a smooth transition with the education background. Uh, I find that it's, I find it really easy to converse and explain exercises to really make people feel as comfortable as possible um, in the gym, no matter what sort of uh, disorder or neurodivergence they might have. Mm, yeah. And I guess where I really want to start this podcast from is from a place of curiosity. So for those listening, I'm going to be, mm -hmm. I'm going to be your fucking like outlet. I'm going to ask the dumb questions. I'm going to ask the naive questions. And I know Isaac's like smiling at me because he's like, uh, Angel, I teach prep. So you're going to be my little prep student. Um, <laughs> but I really think we need to start with the basics and then work mm -hmm. our way forward because you know, there is lots of experiences that people, do we say additional needs or special needs? What's the right term that I should be using? Firstly. Interchangeable. Okay. There's not a, I don't want to be discriminatory in any way. I, I've always used it interchangeable and there's always never been any issues. Okay, sweet. Perfect. All right. So what does additional needs look like? What does that mean? Is that a diagnosis? Is yeah. What are we talking about here? So if we go back to neurodivergent, we've got two main categories. We've got neurodivergence and we've got neurotypical. Neurodivergent encompasses is just a big umbrella term. So it might be a, a mental disorder. It could be a spectral disorder like autism. It could be a learning disability. Any difference in the brain and how the brain functions for an individual would be considered neurodivergent. Someone who's neurotypical, so I'll use myself, for example, I've never been diagnosed with a medical disorder. I've never been diagnosed with a learning disability to uh, 
really specify anything. My brain works in a in a typical way that a human brain should function. So I would be considered neurotypical. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm already learning so much. I did not know that. <laughs> so yeah, you've got two categories, I guess, sub in quotations categories, neurodivergent and neurotypical. And right. so neurodivergent, that includes ADHD, autism. Okay. Yep. Yeah, all of it. All okay. Of it. And with neurodivergence, if someone says they have neurodivergence, is that kind of just the umbrella term of something else? Absolutely. And it can be a scale of, you know, severity or intensity of the symptoms. Okay. Correct. So I guess in this podcast, we're going to be speaking to people who have ADHD, autism. Mm -hmm. Uh, What other, is there any others that we should probably name? I think autism and ADHD are going to be two biggest factors in a gym setting. Um, And then another thing to consider would be sensory overload through things like touch and sound um, as well are going to be your biggest inhibitors uh, in in a gym setting. Mm, Okay. So when you have someone come to you who say has one of these conditions or additional needs, Mm -hmm. what is the first steps you say to them in order to let them start to feel comfortable in the gym like where do they even start you know what i mean someone's listening to this right now going angel i have sensory overload or angel i suffer from whatever other need that they are experiencing and i don't really know if suffer is the right word because i don't think it's suffering but Mm. potentially they're experiencing that Mm. where do they start very dependent on how old they are okay uh you think about you know someone who's say 14 years old to someone who's 30 if they've both been diagnosed with autism, generally the 30-year-old is going to have a much better understanding of themselves and how autism affects their daily lives as opposed to a 14-year-old. Mm-hmm. So the way that I generally will approach it is I'll speak to them about the severity and, and what that looks like for them on a given day. And then I will account that into my programming when I write a session for them, when I see them in the gym, uh, and we'll work around based on the severity of whatever the condition might be. Mm, okay. And obviously we need to take into effect the severity of each individual listening to this. And that's, I really want to say, if you're listening to this right now, we're just going to be giving generalized blanket advice. Mm. Obviously, if it, if you need more specific advice, do you do online coaching, Isaac? Yeah, yes, I do. Okay, cool. Um, I will link all of Isaac's stuff down below. Please shoot him a message and you guys can talk more personalized info. Um, He's the fucking goat when it comes to this type of thing. So please hit him up. Do not come to me if you're experiencing this. I definitely would send you Isaac's way. Um, But do you think somebody with these needs can go to the gym on their own and have a positive experience? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. I think through my entire teaching career and a way that I'm leaning currently now in, in the business world, uh, it's it's a different ability. It doesn't stop you from doing something. You know, I've met a lot of ADHD individuals who might not be suited to strength training, say, you know, lifting weights in a generic sense, mm-hmm. but I found they're so good at circuit-based work and doing more strength-based work through circuits. There's lots of movement there's lots of changing, there's lots of updates and manipulations of things to keep the brain active when they're going. Whoa, wait, hold on. I'm going to pause you right there. So you're saying if someone has ADHD, which obviously, you know, a few of my clients have um, are diagnosed and are medicated for this. 
their brain's ticking, right? All the time, tick, 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 and they're hyper-focused. Yeah. So you're saying maybe trying circuits where you're constantly changing, yes, in a circuit, is a good idea. 100%. Ooh, okay. All right. I'm going to, everyone, we're taking this down. Okay. That's, that's, I'm going to get my giant imaginary highlighter and we're highlighting that. Okay. Continue. Sorry. (laughs) To further that point, you think someone with ADHD, it's you know it's physically in the name attention deficit so if you've got someone doing three sets of 12 say on a bench press they're probably depending on the severity they're probably going to lose interest on the first day or the second time they do it the interest is going to go so with my clients who have ADHD every session they have with me is different uh but in saying that different in the sense that each exercise is a variation of the last yeah keeps the brain stimulated keeps them focused they know what's coming the day of if they want further information i give them further information but it allows the attention to stay put because it's new it's exciting and there's constant movement yeah that makes so much sense and you're still working towards the same goal but you're taking, say, I don't know, let's look at if someone wants to build their chest, you're taking a chest exercise and you're adding a variation, whether it's a decline or whatever, fucking change of equipment, but it's still the same goal of building the chest, for example. Absolutely. I love that so much. I love that so much. So you have a client who's in the gym and they, let's, do you find that most of your clients, you know, let's use the neurodivergence as the umbrella. Do you mm-hmm. find most of them experience sensory overload? Not all of them. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, neurodivergence plays a, a different role to what I think people are generally generally think about it. Um, neurodivergence is only a very new term. I think it was coined by a professor in 2018. Okay. So it's only been around the last few years. Um, in terms of sensory overload, it really depends on the person. Me, myself, as I said, I would be considered neurotypical. I'm not a big fan of loud music. Mm. All right. So that's something that would deter me in, in a gym setting. Um, whereas someone who's high-functioning autistic might have a lot of key factors that could produce sensory overload. So there'd be a lot more things needed to be put in place for them to be able to utilize a gym to their best benefit, um, which could be going at a quieter time, uh, wearing noise cancelling headphones or just earmuffs and not actually playing music. It's all about catering, you know, that taking that different ability someone has and then catering to the needs to still allow that person to utilize the facility. Yes. Okay, let's go down this rabbit hole. So let's say we have somebody listening who they get quite overwhelmed in the gym. They walk into the gym and they're like, holy fuck, like there's just so much going on Mm -hmm. and they just want to almost put themselves against the wall and go, oh my gosh, I should just go home. This is too much. Mm -hmm. Where, how do we, how does the individual, we'll we'll start from the individual's perspective and then we'll work into, you know, the gym community. How does the individual start to have the toolkit? I, I always think of it like a toolkit, right? We have our imaginary toolkit. What are some tools in that toolkit that they can use and take out to help them? Family and friends are always good. Do you okay. have a family member who goes to the gym? Do you have a friend who goes to the gym? 
ask them for some some basic uh, exercises or even reach out to, you know, a PT in the facility. Um, Google is always a beautiful thing. Google mm -hmm. basic exercises. So you've got some knowledge before you go into the facility. When you go into the facility, uh, again, you know, being very generalised here, uh, if the music's too loud, earmuffs are great or, head, you know, noise cancelling headphones. One of the things I suggest to some of my clients who go in on their own is to look, face a wall while they work out. Oh, why is don't, that? Don't look at the other people in the gym. You know, if there's lots of people, if it's busy, get rid of that sensory overload there and that feeling that people are watching me. Stare at a wall. Do you work out facing a wall? That's so clever. I've never heard of that. That's so, that's genius. Look out the window. Yes. Okay. I think that's a good start. And uh, I've, I've met lots of people and, I, you know, I've received a lot of DMs through Instagram about it as well. Mm -hmm. I've just joined the gym. I struggle with large crowds. What should I do? Look out a window. Face the wall while you work out. That way you can, you know, imagine no one's there. Put your headphones in. Look at Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's in, that's, wow. Those tips are so good. So I'm going to review it because Isaac needs some water or Powerade. I'm drinking a, a Coke Zero and Isaac's drinking Powerade. We're the epitome of health, you and I. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, okay, if you are listening to this and you want some general advice for sensory overload, we started with family and friends. Can you go with a buddy, somebody that you know, a PT? Earmuffs and headphones are a really good idea. Mm -hmm maybe noise cancelling to the point where, you know, if someone's standing in front of you, you can still have a conversation, but you're not hearing all the loud music. Face mm -hmm. a wall. This one is fucking sick. I love this. Face a wall, look out a window and go during a quiet time. Now, I know that the big supermarkets in Australia, they have the quiet time for, I think they did it. I don't know if they did it for people with neurodivergence. I think they did it for the elderly out of memory. Yeah. I think yeah. I think for the month of December, I think Coles is doing from 7 to 8 p.m. every day now. Oh, wow. I thought yeah, it was in the morning, but the evening works really, really well. Do, do you know of any gyms who do the same thing, who have a quiet period? No. Mm, this is something no. we need to, that's really important. Absolutely. And, you know, to my knowledge, gyms can't turn the music off. So I think that if you ask, I think they're allowed to turn it down, but I don't think they're ever allowed to actually physically turn it off. How bizarre. 
I've got no idea why. I, I, I think some gyms could be different. I'm only talking on my experience from gyms that I've been in. Yeah. Um, that's why, you know, earmuffs are a really good thing um, or noise cancelling headphones, whether you listen to music or not. Yeah. I love that. Now, I guess stepping away from the individual, because we always think, you know, if there's more inclusivity that's made, the individual often feels they have to be the the kickstarter of that inclusivity, which is, I think, is just fucking ridiculous. Like, God forbid we're humans and we help each other out. And yeah. so if there's someone like myself and yourself who are neurotypical, how can we create this environment to support our friends who, you know, are neurodivergent or have experiences like that? If you've got friends or family that are out of the gym and want to do more exercise, bringing them along with you, you know, or training with someone, you know, that you know is always um, a benefit and a good thing. I've got a lot. Uh, I've got a lot of clients. I think I'm, I've got three or four pairs now that come and do sessions with me together mm. um, as a way just to have that mutual uh, benefit to both both sides. Um, so getting a family or friend on board to come with you uh, in terms of being in the gym, I think that uh, for someone such as myself, generally I can see it's very easy to notice if someone's struggling and why they're struggling because I've been doing it for so long. Um, in terms of the everyday person, you'll generally see that they'll gravitate to one space in the gym, they'll walk around a lot and they'll just stare at things for prolonged periods of time. Um, or they might sort of come in and not be there very long and then sort of disappear. Yep. So that's not to say that they're always going to be someone with neurodivergence of any kind. They could be neurotypical. Um, however, I think it's an important question to ask, why are they doing that? And can we assist in what they need to better support them in a gym? Yes. And what does that mean, assist? Because I know that you obviously are a personal trainer myself. We can always go mm. over and give our advice in that regard. But as a everyday gym goer, how can we best support? Is there almost a stigma that we need to to walk away from and that we need to to turn our back on? Yes and no. I um general public I think needs to be very, very careful because of course, you know, they don't have the backing in terms of insurances and qualifications to to fully support in, in the space. General advice, sure. Um, but in terms of, you know, specific advice, something that needs to, you know, be very careful. So... Sorry, you know, one sec, Isaac. Yeah, I'm just on a call. Are you okay? Okay. <laughs> Thanks. You're right. Um, I, yeah, I think general public needs to be very, very careful. Um, because obviously, as you as you would expect in no, um, there's not the training there for them to give specific advice. Mm -hmm. um, however, you know, I think it can be an extremely helpful thing to break that stigma for anyone just to make a friend in the gym. You know, can you imagine a world where people come to the gym and actually talk to each other instead of just everyone having headphones on and giving people funny looks and 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 not communicating? I, I think that, you know, a gym should be a community where people are helping each other, no matter what the background is or where they come from. This business of always having headphones on and, and just ignoring everyone, I think is a stigma that needs to be broken. Mm -hmm. um, don't get me wrong, I'm all for headphones. I put my headphones in when I train. But in saying that, I'll, I wave to people when I walk past. 
I'll you know smile at people when I'm walking around the gym uh in the sense of being a PT uh if I'm training myself and I see someone doing something that maybe not quite be right I'll always make sure to take my headphones out and go over introduce myself and assist I think that we need to shift away from the gym is about us we go in it's all about us and we need to shift to the fact that obesity is a growing problem in the world a lot of people don't know what's happening in the gym so why can't we shift this stigma to the gym should be about community whether you're neurotypical whether you're neurodivergent whatever the background is and and being able to support everyone Yes. And I think I'm going to say something that a lot of people listening probably don't want to hear, but it's something that I think a lot of human beings do is we walk into the gym and we see someone who, you know, maybe staring at the exercise or maybe walking around or, you know, maybe acting quote unquote differently than what we expect. Mm -hmm. And we make assumptions and we make judgments and we make snide comments or thoughts or looks Mm -hmm. and we assume the worst. We assume that we're like, why are they doing that? oh, what the fuck? Like, that's so weird. Why are they staring at me? Or why are they staring at... Like, we make all these horrible judgments and we actually have no idea what's going on in that human's life and brain Mm. and existence. Absolutely agree, 100%. And I think it's... we We need to rewrite this narrative. Like, let's go into the gym and let's just assume everybody else is working through their own ish and we can try and play a positive role in that. It doesn't mean go over and be their therapist, but give them a little smile. Like when you mm. see someone staring at you, just like smile. Like you don't need to do a death stare back. 100%, absolutely. I love that so much. And I would love, I don't know if you can, obviously confidentiality wise, you can change the person's name, but do you have any success stories or clients that you've worked with where you're you know, really proud of their progress and you know, you can give some light to someone who's listening who feels, because I feel like there'll be someone listening right now going, guys, I love what you're saying, but I, it could never be me. It could never be me in the gym. Do you have any evidence for why it could be them? I'm really proud of all my clients. I think all of them have done really a, a great job. And, you know, I think for... A lot of people on the spectrum and and a lot of people who face, you know, any type of neurodivergence, I think just getting into the gym and just being there is is a big win. Um, A lot of my clients are more so community building and they just want exercise and mental well-being. It's not specifically a a strength goal or a weight loss goal per se. Um, But... You know, in going back to my teaching days, having a, a different ability or being on the spectrum shouldn't be something that that stops you. Generally, uh, when we think of it, people with autism will hyperfixate on a topic and be really, really knowledgeable in, in that topic. If you're interested in the gym, why can't you be the same in the gym? Why can't you think and learn about things in the gym and really focus to get a better understanding. So I think it's available to anyone. I think everyone should use, you know, I used to always call it a superpower in school. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, using that terminology, I got uh, high high functioning autistic kids to to read properly. Um, I got ADHD kids to get on sports teams. Um, And I think the gym is the same setting. I think it's available to everyone. 
I think you, you've set up multiple times in some of your reels on Instagram. You pay the membership. You're there. Why not use it? Yeah. And that's the funny thing is that we, you know, we all pay the same $15 a week or whatever mm. it is per month, whatever, $20. And we have this assumption that there are specific machines for specific bodies or specific personalities or specific human beings or genders or whatever. And mm. there's machines for others. You know, we think in our head, well, I can't use that machine. That machine's not built for me or that machine isn't meant for me. And that's just not the case. Yeah. Have you, have you ever had any clients or people share that with you where they feel nervous about using a particular machine or a particular equipment? Um, yeah, lo lots of nerves, lots of anxiety. I don't think I've never been told that by someone, the machine's not for them. Mm -hmm. uh, it's more been the, down the path of that's new. I've never seen, I've never used it or I've never touched it before. So I don't know where to, how to use it. Not so much. I don't think that machine's for me. Mm. Yeah. And I look, I think we f we forget in the gym that you're still learning. Like you are still learning. We're still learning. There are new equipment that come out and I'm like, I have no idea how the fuck I can use this thing. And it's okay to feel a little bit dumb or a little bit silly in the gym. And that uh, there's so much permission around that to just give it a go. Now coming towards like the conclusion of this episode is there anything that you really feel like should have been touched on or that you want to dive into a little deeper? Um, first off, to just to the point you've just made, there is some weird-looking equipment out there these days. I mean, like, I, I see some new equipment on Instagram and mm -hmm. I'm just I have no idea what that is. Mm -hmm. There is some weird-looking equipment. And I don't know about you, I've nearly been in the gym now for nine years. If I'm looking looking at equipment and thinking I've got no idea what that is, I think it's totally fine for new people to come in and not understand everything when they first enter that gym. Yeah. Right. That's thing number one. In terms of the second part of that, I, I, I think we cover. I think we covered everything. I think it's really important that people understand that one, as you said, we all pay the same membership. Two, it's just about understanding yourself understanding what your triggers are understanding what it is about you that's causing the anxiety um understanding what your needs are when you go into a facility for someone who is uh you know as i said earlier someone with adhd might benefit more to your high intensity work and your circuit-based training someone who's highly autistic and high functioning um, autistic structure, you know, people on the aut autism spectrum structure is key. Um, Pre-plan, have a session ready to go, uh, ask questions wherever you can ask questions. So when you walk into that gym, there's no doubt in your mind, you've got a picture of the piece of equipment that you need, you know, exactly where you're going, you know, what to do and where to do it um keep it simple keep everything together so that way you do have the opportunity to you know face a wall or look out a window if you need to um and, and I say that because if you think of some facilities like a world gym world gym's huge mm. so you don't want to do six exercises one in each corner of a world gym you know concise con you know constrict until you build confidence in yourself to start utilizing other aspects of the gym floor. I could listen to you talk about this 
all day. The way you explain these things and these concepts, just you make it so understandable for myself and for everyone listening. And I'm just so grateful that you've come on and, and chatted about this. And, you know, those listening, if you want more of Isaac, please feel free to send me a DM. We can definitely do another episode with him. Um, and in the meantime, please go over and spam him, send him some love. He deserves it. Uh, can you share any of your pod projects that are coming out? Can you give us any teasers? Oh, you can say no. He's thinking. Mm. <laughs> Not quite yet. Not quite yet. That's exciting, though. That's exciting. I love that. I'll 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 say this: there's things in the pipeline. Uh, not quite yet early next year yeah cool okay well if you guys are after these teasers and want to know exactly what he is talking about go over to his page it's fucking sick he's an online fitness coach so if you're over in america or uk or wherever you are please still send him some love do you have any final words or anything you want to finish on thanks for having me it's been a lot of fun um i hope it was useful to anyone who's listening and hopefully I'll have some fun conversations across social media. Yes, honestly, I have learned so much. As someone who, I mean, I personally only have a few friends or clients who experience neurodivergence in whatever capacity that means for them. Mm -hmm. And now having this knowledge, it makes me feel one, a little bit dumb for, you know, never really realizing it, to be honest, but also equally grateful that we get to have this conversation and we get to learn so much and support ourselves and our friends in the best way possible. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Yes. Okay, guys. Well, we're going to love and leave you. Have a beautiful day. And if you haven't, please do something for yourself. You deserve it. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.